ooey gooey Hong Kong fooey it's your boy Big Breezy aka Be Nice aka the guru aka the five time champion aka I'm gonna help you win a championship and thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Zone Coverage baby you know what it is it's Thursday May 21st I'm here with you you here with me you know what it is. It's the lockdown. It's quarantine. I got fantasy football on my mind. I got fantasy football on my mind. Oh, my goodness. I got fantasy football on my mind. We got through the NFC South. Guess what? Yep. NFC South is done. Now, we got the NFC East, or some people will say the NFC Least. So, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that today. I got a little bit of news and a little headlines. The mailman dropped some mail by for me. I'm backed up. I got so much mail in here, man. It's, it's, it's up to my head right now. I got to get through some of this mail. Stay tuned. I'm Listen, I seen y'all on Twitter. I seen y'all out there. I got y'all emails. We're going to keep this thing rolling, man. I love you guys, man. Let's go, man. Let's go. Zone coverage. Let's go. News and headlines. Looking at the news today, we got some updates coming off of some of the stuff that I talked about last time. Uh, the Rooney Rule changes came in. They had the meeting. The owners had a meeting, and basically they scrapped. Like I just like I thought they scrapped that bullshit about trying to incentivize people by giving them draft picks if they hire minorities. So they scrapped that. And they came up with some better ideas, which I think these are better, better ideas that are pushed for um, more diversity, more opportunities for minorities as far as opportunities. You know, so here's some of the changes. Basically, teams must interview at least two candidates outside of their organization organization uh, for any head coaching job and at least one such candidate for a coordinator role. So, boom, offensive coordinator, defense coordinator, head coaching position. Now you have to at least interview at least two candidates outside of your organization. That's good. That's good. Um, they adjusting the anti-tampering policy, which is basically um, like Eric B. Enemy for the Chiefs. Um, basically what they're saying is, is if he's in the playoffs, he's going deep in the playoffs. They relax a little bit of them rules to where now he can at least talk to people before once if he was playing and he was on a team, he couldn't even talk to nobody. So all of a sudden, if you're trying to get hired, you could there's other people out there who could their se- people's seasons might be over. Your seasons is going on because you're in the playoffs. You can't talk to nobody till your season's over. So they basically relax that a little bit. Um, they make it to where now assistant coaches can actually and executives can interview for for positions with other teams so that's good like airbnb he couldn't interview for any jobs last year because he went to the super bowl so everybody else got jobs but he couldn't even talk to nobody because of the rule so they 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 did away with that they kind of eased up on that one um now the rooney rule now applies to executive roles such as the president's it should have been this way in the first place man come on man what niggas just niggas just niggas and minorities just want to be coaches no they want to be everything so now presidents, senior executives in finance, legal and marketing, all of these positions are going to be affected by the Rooney rule. They're going to be trying to bring in people, um, minorities and people of color. That's great. And like I said the other day, um, LaFleur, Matt LaFleur, I give him big props on this one. But now all 32 NFL teams will be will establish the minority coaching fellowship program. 
boom, there it is right there. See, now these are the steps that you that, that we could have been taking. This looks a lot better than that bullshit of just basically giving people handouts and saying, hey, we're going to incentivize you to give uh, minorities a chance. That's stupid. So I, I, I like this a lot better. Um, this is a big, big, big step in the right direction. I think this is bringing awareness and this this right here is a better idea. So I'm not going to really rant on that too much, but I think this is a way better idea. Now we finally got something we can work with. Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. Cowboys signed Alden Smith. Alden Smith is back in the league. I don't know if you remember Alden Smith. He was a defensive end. Really, really good defensive end for San Francisco. I mean, he was killing. He had a really, he had, I think, in 2011, 2012 seasons uh, where he was dominant. I mean, he was killing. Um, he led. He was leading that defense. They was going. You know, remember San Francisco? They went to the NFC Championship game. They went to the Super Bowl with Colin Kaepernick. Alden Smith, that defense is raw. So he's he's back in the league. The Cowboys signing to a one-year deal worth up to $4 million. I think he's got like $2 million in sack incentives in it. Um, he says he's sober now. He says he's good to go. Uh, before he stepped away from the league because he, uh, I think, you know, alcohol and drugs may have had his life. So big props out to Aldo Smith. He's back in the league. That's pretty awesome for the Dallas Cowboys. He, man, that team is going to be looking stacked. If he if he comes back healthy, he's 31 now. If he comes back healthy, man, that Dallas, that Dallas defense is going to be good, and that's going to help out that offense. Yes. Um, word is out of Seattle is that Seattle is trying to sign Devontae Freeman. They offered Devontae Freeman a one million uh, a one-year contract worth four million dollars. Uh, the Seahawks supposedly are there, plus the Jets and the Eagles also interested in Devontae Freeman. So I don't like that. God dang it. I got Chris Carson up there. And but the thing is, is Rashard Penny is gonna be out. I guess CJ Precise is gonna be he didn't trust him. And then Carson, he's gonna be out until the beginning of um, they said he's gonna be healthy, but he's supposedly get getting um get his hip, you know, getting his hip back from that surgery last year at the end of the year. So, oh man, I got Carson and I don't like that. Uh, Devontae Freeman, oh my goodness, because hey, Devontae Freeman is a good back. If he goes to if he goes to the Seahawks, that's pretty good. So, Devontae Freeman may be going to the Seahawks, the Jets, or the Eagles. Um, on another note, Tom Brady was out practicing two days ago or a day ago uh, with the guys, you know, Cameron Braith basically um, went on the record and, you know, he was out there with him uh, and basically said, it's kind of weird, you know, trying to <laughs> explain the offense to Tom Brady. So Cameron Braith's out there. Uh, some of the guys was out there with Tom Brady. They was getting, getting, getting in, getting it in, in the offense, man, bro. They putting that thing together, man. I told y'all when you got Tom Brady coming there, he's a different, he's a different animal. You know, you bring him in, in any any team like the like the Buccaneers that was dysfunctional and that was close but just not not there yet, he's gonna write that ship. They're, he's gonna they're gonna buy in. They're gonna he's gonna get there. He's gonna be the first one in. He's gonna be the last one out. Trust me, they're gonna follow lead. I like this. Uh, the Buccaneers are on a good pace right now. They getting it in. Um, uh, on another note, and uh, Antonio Golden Gand, uh, Antonio Gandy Golden. From the Redskins, Redskins um, um, a draft pick out of Liberty, 6'4 kid out of Liberty. Uh, he, during the draft, he tested positive for COVID-19. Well, now he's been cleared. He's all good. He's good to go. So, you know, just letting you, giving you guys some updates. He's back. Uh, he's feeling better now. 
So Antonio Golden, uh, Gandy Golden, uh, receiver out of Redskins, 6'4", Liberty, 6'4", uh, and he ready. Big 6'4", 6'4", he ready. Um, and the last piece of news that I really want to talk about was Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon says that the Denver offense fits him a lot better than the San Diego offense. Um, apparently, and see, this is the stuff that I tell you about scheme. You know, sometimes schemes don't fit certain people and they have to fit in. You know, the team don't fit in with you sometimes. They make you fit into the team. So Melvin Gordon, basically Anthony Lynn, uh, he liked to run a lot more. You know, the Chargers, they like to run a lot more play action and wide zone, a wide zone, you know. But Melvin Gordon is better fit what he running, what he ran in Wisconsin with them big boys in Wisconsin. He used to run inside zone. So. Denver runs more inside zone, so that fits him better. So I think, hey man, this could be. He says he he says he feels better about this offense. He says he's more relaxed. He says he thinks he thinks it could be a big year. So Melvin Gordon says he's fitting better. He says he fits real good, and uh, he's gonna have a good season. So we'll look into it, man. So let's let's keep an eye on Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, I got him <laughs> in Dynasty Leagues too. Yes, yes, yes. So Philip Lindsay, sit your ass down. Um, and that's the news. This news just came in. Breaking news. Dallas Cowboys have offered Dak Prescott five years, $175 million, baby, making him the highest paid quarterback ever, ever. That's $35 million a year. But there's a hold up. Dat reportedly wants north of 45 million in the last year. Woo! Sweet Jesus. Oh my goodness. That boy, Dat. I mean, I don't even know what to say, man. Dat, you you, you think you that nigga, right? You, you trying to just act like you could. I guess that 45, what he's trying to say is basically he, he thinks he's going to win a Super Bowl. And then he basically saying in five years, you know, the, the, the price. Is gonna go up so much because you think about it. I mean, think about what Mahomes is gonna be making and all them boys gonna be making in five years. So I see what he's talking about in inflation and just money. And but my bro, my guy, you ain't won a Super Bowl, you ain't done nothing, man. Take this money and ride out. Thirty-five mil a year, bro. Take that shit and ride out. He wants something forty-five million in the last year, man. Please, Jerry Jones, don't open up the pocketbook. They made you the richest quarterback. Take the money, man, and ride out, bro. Relax, but but as a as a business person and and looking through the agent's eyes, I get it. You're trying to get all the money you can, and then you're trying to think about, hey, if I win a Super Bowl here, which I feel like we close, we could win a Super Bowl, then my value is gonna go up higher. So you you factoring in that, but them niggas is like, nah, you ain't won nothing yet. So, uh, that 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 hey. That's that's huge news right there. Breaking news, boy. Dak Prescott, 175 million the Cowboys offered him. Woo. We'll, we'll we'll report back to see what happens here. Today we are moving to the NFC East, or to some people the NFC least. Um, NFC East. We're starting with the Eagles. They won the division. Doug Peterson is the coach. Um, Carson Wentz is the quarterback. Our world. If he can stay healthy, that's probably been his biggest issue. He's uh, basically should have won the MVP two years ago, but he got hurt. And then Nick Foles took the team to the playoffs, won the Super Bowl. 
and you all know the story. Ah, Carson Wentz, man, he's a super talented guy, super talented guy. Last year, I thought he did a hell of a job. I thought him and Doug Peterson did a hell of a job. Went into the division. They went nine and seven. And and Carson Wentz, man, you got to look. He didn't have nothing last year. I mean, Alshon was hurt. He got, he hurt his foot. And then Djax wasn't Djax wasn't there yet. Um, Sproles retired. Um, uh, 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 I mean, uh, what should, Nelson Aguilar was missing passes like always. I mean, there was just so much stuff. Uh, Goddard was the only one that really stayed healthy. I think Ertz, stayed, Ertz was hurt a lot last year. The whole team, man. It was just one of them years for those guys. The defense wasn't that good. Uh, defense was, secondary was trash, one of the worst in history. Um, so that 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 didn't help out. But like I say, the offense has got to keep them guys off the field. Um, but Carson did what he had to do, man. He was out there throwing the ball. I think at the end of the year, he was Greg Little. You know, Greg, Greg Little was... Greg Jones and, you know, Greg Ward. Greg Ward, that's his name, Greg Ward. He's throwing the ball to Greg Ward and those guys. Who is Greg Ward? Exactly, exactly. So, you know, Philadelphia gets them some help. They bring in Jalen Rager, the first-round pick. I think he's going to be a beast. I think Jalen Rager is going to be something special. Um, Just watch, man. He's he's a return guy. He does it all, man. He's one of those guys that I think is going to be – a star, um, if he, if, especially in that offense, because they're gonna be able to use him, you know. So Jalen Rager, if you get him in Dynasty, I think I've talked about him throughout the year. You know, he, he's gonna be, he's gonna be something special. I think he's gonna be something special. So, you know, I watched him out of TCU. He was out, man. He was two or three years, man. He was all world. I mean, he was doing it all for TCU. Literally, he was doing it all for him. So I think Jalen Rager will help out that offense. I think. Honestly, I think Miles Sanders is going to come into his own this year, man. I think he's going to come into his own. Darren Sproles is out. Uh, uh, Howard's out. He went to down. He went down to Miami. Miles Sanders takeover, baby. Let's go. I think Miles Sanders is going to have a, a MVP type season. Type. I think he's. I honestly think he's going to be just all world this year. All world. If if we can get something out of Alshon, let D-Jack do his thing, Jalen Rager do his thing, and you got them two tight ends, Goddard and Ertz, Wentz could be back into that MVP conversation next year. So if you got Wentz, he could be in the MVP, MVP conversation. Then you throw in, they might think about um, bringing in Shady McCoy or, or Devontae Freeman as a backup for, for Miles Sanders. I'm loving that. I'm loving that. And then... Just so happily, if something happens to um, Carson Wentz, we picked up Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a stud. If you've seen him in college at Oklahoma or Alabama, he was a stud. He's a winner. He's a winner. He's a winner. So Philadelphia did some good moves, man. They picked up some really good pieces. Um, word is is that uh, um, big big tackle Peterson's, Peterson's thinking about coming back. So that'll be a huge, huge, huge note. If we can get big Jason Peters back, I think Philadelphia will be a beast, man. So watch out for Philadelphia, man. They, they got some good stuff coming up. I think the defense will be better. I think Jalen Hurts is going to help him out as far as giving him a different variety of plays as far as you're going to have to prepare, prepare for him. And then Wentz, Wentz is going to be better. You know, if he can get some healthy receivers, he can get those guys healthy, man. I'm telling you, Wentz is going to be a beast. So 
I think those guys right there will be fighting again. I think it's down to, you know, Giants maybe come out of the dark horse, but I think it's back to Dallas and to Philadelphia. Dallas is leading the way, but I think Philadelphia will probably finish second this year. Um, Dallas will probably win it, win the division this year. Um, and moving on to Dallas, Dallas got rid of Jason Garrett. They brought in Mike McCarthy. They was eight and eight last year. You know, they still trying to sign that. They offered him one hundred seventy five million dollars, thirty five million dollars a season. He 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 won't forty five in the last season. So we'll see. We'll keep you updated. Um. They finished second in the conference last year, had a chance to win it, but of course, it comes down to the last game, and guess what? The Eagles beat them. The Eagles went to the playoffs. The Eagles took them down. The Dallas, they got too full of themselves, thought they was going to be in it, had a, chance to, had a chance to run away with it, but they lost. Lost some key games. Dak, and this is why Dak, it's like, my dude, Dak, you want all this money, bro? We're giving you pieces, but you ain't winning. I get it. You went to the playoffs three times. You won one, and 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 you you know you want a good trajectory. You know, I like I like what you did. You know, you was you threw for five thousand yards last year. I'm 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 loving it. I'm loving it. You know, you 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 did a great season last year. Thirty touchdowns. They probably should have signed you a few years ago. But we got to you know you, Travis Frederick's gone now. You know, he, he he retired. I think Zeke Zeke is looking to have a bounce back year. I know Dallas they picked up somebody in the draft to try and fill up for him for Travis Frederick's, but we don't know yet. Um, Zeke. Zeke is looking to have a bounce back year. I think last year was kind of a down year for Zeke. You know, you signed. You, I'm just saying for me, for me, I think Zeke a little bit of a down year last year. You pay Amari Cooper a hundred million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Jason Garrett's out. McCarthy in. You know McCarthy. He, what he type, he like to do? He didn't. He didn't want Aaron Rodgers to take over. So that you know he don't want that to take over. He wants more of. Uh, I think Aaron Jones went off last year, so I think Zeke's gonna go off this year. Zeke can have a bounce back year, you know. You got Blake Jarwin, tight end, you know. Um, uh, 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 worship Jason Witten. So you know, you 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 got some weapons out there, you know. I think Michael Gallup is gonna take a step back because guess what? Dallas the number one pick, C.D. Lamb, and they gave him the number eighty-eight jersey. You know what that means? They want him to ascend. So I think Gallup's gonna take a step back. I think C.D. Lamb is gonna try and step into that number two, and they're gonna their slot slash number two, and they're gonna be trying to get him the ball. You know, C.D. Lamb's a beast, man. The kid out of the kid was in Oklahoma making plays. You know, I think about him as being a, uh, uh, um, I think he's a Julio-ish type. He's a Julio-ish type. I'm not saying he's Julio. I'm just saying he's ish Julio. Um, you know, I mean, you gotta think that. Dallas is about to make a big move. They signed, you know, um, Alder Smith on the defense. They made some big moves. Vander Esch is on the defense is looking good. The offense is set. You know, they got everything set. They got the receivers. They got the tight ends. They got the run of Zeke and all these guys. So, I mean, it's right there for them. They just got to go out and play, execute. You know, Dallas, the problem ain't the Dallas, it ain't the talent. They always got talent. It's just, are you going to home that talent in and win? You got Mike McCarthy in there now. You know, Mike McCarthy, he won a Super Bowl before. He's won a Super Bowl before. So maybe he can get this team to the next level. So I kind—I like bringing Mike McCarthy in. Jason Garrett wasn't the guy. He's a great offensive coordinator, but he's not the guy. You got Kellen Moore there. Kellen Moore is going to keep keep the same offense with that. I think, uh, if anything, Mike McCarthy will probably want to see a little bit more run-heavy offense. 
because that's what he Mike McCarthy likes to run the ball. You know, he likes to run the ball. He got Zeke. What you think he gonna do? He can run the ball. So I think Dallas is looking forward. I think they might win the division this year. Um, if they don't, it'll be a disappointment. Honestly, if they don't win the division this year, it's a, it's, it's a failure. So um, I'm gonna say Dallas is gonna win the division. Eagles will come in second. Um, there's just too much talent. CD Lamb, if you got him in dynasties, please hold on to him. He's gonna be something special. Amari Cooper, you're playing him. Zeke, you're playing him. Gallup, number two, maybe number three. You know, receiver, you can get it out of him. Dat, you're starting him. But also, guess what? Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's on the bench. So if Dat comes out, I feel like Andy Dalton can plug and play. I think Andy Dalton can plug and play. He's good enough to plug and play. So I don't think the offense is going to take a step back any. So that's something to look at. If you can't get Dak signed, then guess what? Andy Dalton's there to play. But I think Dak will be there. He'll get there. You know, they'll get that contract stuff figured out. Yeah, that's too much money on the table. So, um, yeah, man. Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. So we'll move on now to the New York Giants. The New York Giants. Danny Dimes. Jason Garrett's offensive coordinator. They got Joe Judge this year. Brought in Joe Judge. Giants last year was 4-12. and I mean, the team was just trash last year. They had so many injuries. I mean, injuries galore. Shepard was out half the year. Um, Golden Tate was hurt with an injury. I mean, he was suspended half the year from last year. Uh, Slayton didn't come on until late. Evan Ingram was hurt. Um, Danny Dimes was just learning the offense. Saquon was hurt. He hurt his ankle. I mean, it was just one of those microcosm of the year to where... You really just tossed that out the window. You know, it was a good year because, if anything, Danny Dimes could like, get his feet under him and kind of get hit a little bit and kind of see how things are. You got rid of a legend. Eli ain't there no more. So now, Danny Dimes walks into this place knowing he's the quarterback. Last year, Eli was still there, and they was kind of like, eh, eh, eh. They didn't know. Now, Danny Dimes walk in. Listen, Danny Daniel Jones, that's his name. Danny Dimes is his name. That's what I call him. Danny Dimes comes in, takes over. Now he knows this is his team now. So Danny knows now this is his team. So he walks into this like, yo, this is my team. Second year in the offense. I feel I feel like, hey, he's, he's learning a new offense with um with, with with Jason Garrett. But Jason Garrett, you forget, Jason Garrett was in the same division as him. So he knows him. He knows film on him. He knows what his strengths is. So I think Jason Garrett's going to play to Danny Dimes' strengths. You know, I, I really do believe that. I believe that. Danny Dimes is going to take a step forward. I'm not saying that they're going to be a world beaters, but when you got Saquon back there and, that, and Evan Ingram and, and, and that defense, if that defense can step up, I know Gettleman, the GM, he, he brought in some defensive players. He brought us offensive linemen. So they know they need to protect Daniel Dimes. So let's give Danny Dimes some protection. Let's get him some wide receiver help because Tate, Shepard, and Slayton, eh, I don't know about that. But apparently they feel strong about that because they didn't draft no receivers. Think about that. The Giants didn't draft no receivers. So if they didn't draft no receivers, what does that tell you? That tells you that they believe in their receiving core or they're trying to go get a free agent. So watch out. But I think Slayton, Slayton could be the guy there. He could be. You know, I think Shepard and Tate are really good, like, um, slot receivers slash just dump those the, the short mediator um, receivers, receivers. You know they're gonna they're gonna catch balls right there in the middle. They're not gonna be going deep all the time. Golden Tate, he's a big play guy, but he's not a deep receiver. He's not that fast. He's a guy that can catch and just yards after catch. He's a big yak guy. He's a huge yak guy. So 
Evan Ingram's gonna be there. I think Evan Ingram's gonna if he comes back healthy, Evan Ingram's gonna catch a shit ton of balls. If you got it, I got, if you got him in dynasty leagues, you plug and play. Dan Evan Ingram's gonna be. I think he might be the number one option there. Danny Dimes is gonna see him. He's gonna be in the middle. He's gonna be wide open all the time. Hopefully his foot comes back healthy. Um, Shepard, if he. Phew, we got to just hope that them concussions don't mess with him because, you know, he's one or two concussions from being out of the league. Um, Tate, Golden Tate's a beast. He's just a little big guy. He's going to make a lot of strong plays. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this team is set up pretty well. The problem is, is you got the Eagles, you got Dallas in there. They're, 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 they're ready. Those teams are ready to win right now. This team is still two years away. They, they still need some defensive help. They still need a little bit more help on offense. So, I do like, like I say, Danny Dimes. He's he's coming up. I think he's gonna be he'll be a top twenty quarterback. I think he'll be a top twenty quarterback. Saquon Barkley will be a top five running back. Um, the receiving core is gonna be in, but Evan Ingram is gonna be a top five tight end. And so those are the guys right there that'll be super plays for you. If you can pick a, if Slayton, Slayton, if I was you, I would put Slayton on your bench and just let him let him chill because he's gonna be something. We just don't know yet. So let let's figure it out. Let let training camp go through. Let let's check out some things and we'll figure out who. Who um who bubbles to the top out of him, Tate, and uh Shepard. And we'll see. So the Giants. I got them finishing third in the division. And last but not least in the division are the Washington Redskins. They were three and thirteen last year. Ron Rivera takes over, you know, old Carolina Panther, my guy, my guy. Um, and guess what? You know, he brings with him Kyle Allen. He brought with him Kyle Allen. Um I think Kyle Allen is a good guy who could basically just, you know, show 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 some of the guys the way Ron likes to do things. Um, I don't think he's going to be a starter. I think Dwayne Haskins is the guy. Uh, Ron Rivera basically said he had a chance to get Tua and a few other people. He could have got Justin Herbert, but he decided, hey, you know what? I think Haskins is the guy. I've seen enough on Haskins last year that I think he's the guy. So I think I think honestly, man, if you really think about it, I looked at some stats last year. Dwayne Haskins wasn't that bad last year. I think he, uh, his last three games, I think he threw 61. He was throwing 61%, 67% passing completion, pass completion. And I think he was uh, six touchdowns to one interception or something like that. So his last three games, he was, he was, he, you could see progression. You could see progression. I like it. So I think he's going to be all right over there. I mean, the kid had a super arm in college, you know, and when he was at Ohio State, he was killing. Hmm. Mm, ain't nothing like some good old coffee. Um, when he was at Ohio State, he was killing. He had a gun. Had a gun. I think he threw for like 50 touchdowns in college. So, Dwayne Haskins is really good. I think he's going to be good. He just needs a stable stable offense around him. He needs a stable um, team around him that can give him the opportunity. Um, so, they brought in. The Redskins brought in some guys. They brought in um, Antonio Antonio Gibson out of Memphis. I thought that was a really good pick. Um, he's going to be one of those guys. I think I remember Ron Rivera basically saying that he felt like that. Hey, he felt like Antonio Gibson was a Christian McCaffrey ish type player. Like not saying he is Christian McCaffrey. I know I'm misunderstanding me, but I'm just telling you, he has those type of abilities. He's a game breaker. You get him the ball. He can do a lot of stuff with it. Um, they also brought in, um, uh, uh, Gandy Golden, Antonio Golden, Gandy Golden. So he's a six, four receiver out of Liberty. You know, he's going to help that offense. 
You know, so they brought in two receivers. They knew they knew they needed some receivers. They don't really got anything over there, but Terry, uh, uh, scary Terry, Terry McLaurin. You know what I'm saying? F O, Terry McLaurin. Um, he's a I man. Terry came out of nowhere last year, and he's a good receiver. I think he's a number. I think Terry McLaurin's a good number two receiver. I think they know that. So let's try to get them a number one in there. Maybe Antonio Gibson or Antonio uh, Gandy Golden can be something. Um. We'll see about that. We just got to get some receivers in there. I know they brought in, they lost Chris Chris, uh, Chris Thompson. They brought in J.D. McKissick from Seattle. They brought. They also got uh, Jeremy Sprinkle, the tight end. I think he he, he flashed a few times last year. Uh, AP is still there. He's a, AP is going to be AP. You know AP's AP's a monster, man. He's like the Terminator. I love him. AP is AP. Um, guys, guys. If he can stay healthy, if he can stay healthy, he can be something. But I just don't see it happening. I think you see that trend of people getting hurt. He's had literally every time he stepped on the field, he's got hurt. So I don't have a lot of faith in guys. He's a super talented kid. He's talented. They thought he could be something. Honestly, I had a bunch of people in Dynasty Leagues holding on to him, hoping he was going to be something. He came out last year on fire and then he got hurt again. So we'll see about guys. Uh, if you got him on your team, just hold on to him. You never know. It's these injuries are funny sometimes, you know. Um, yeah, I, I like I like what the Redskins are doing. They're just so young, man. They're so young. You know, you brought you like I said, but you show you show some good things. You got Haskins, and you you get him some receivers and Gandy and and Gibson and and McLaurin. So hopefully we can do something there. And then you know, like I say, man, if we can just get something going. Um, Trent Williams ain't there no more. He went to San Francisco. That's going to affect the team huge. He wasn't there last year neither, but he's an all-world tackle. I mean, you lose a guy like that, that, that hurts. So I think 3-13, uh, and 13, man, I think they're probably looking for another 3-13, and 4-12 and 12 type season. Um, maybe you'll see a little bit of improvement because Haskins is his second year. Maybe he can learn a little bit, but I still think they're going to be fourth in the division. I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to win this division. I think Eagles are going to be second. And the Giants will be third. So, Ron Rivera, hey, man, strap up, get your team right. Hopefully, things will turn around. And that right there is the NFC East. Hello, this is Dunto Okoye. This is very, very important. Listen to me. Just because it is quarantine. Just because you do not know if there will be football. Just because you do not know if you will be able to win a fantasy football championship. It does not mean that you cannot study. It does not mean that you cannot be prepared. Because my grandfather always told me, If you stay ready, then you will not have to get ready. Get prepared. Get your guys. That way, when it comes time for redraft, you will be ready. And this is information from Dunta Okoye. Goodbye. Mama, the mailman outside. The mailman is here, baby. It's been a few days. I'm kind of backed up on mail over here. I got a lot of mail just sitting up, so we're going to try and cut through some of these. First question is, what kind of faith do you have in Juju Smith-Schuster having a bounce back season? Um, I actually got a lot of faith in Juju because I think Juju's 
Juju was injured last year, plus Big Ben was hurt. And Antonio Brown was gone. So you take those three things, you give him Big Ben, and then you make him healthy, and then you put De- Deontay Johnson beside of him. Which, I got to say this, Deontay Johnson, if you haven't saw this guy, I'm telling you, Matt Harmon over the re- uh, reception, perception, perception, reception, perception, reception, reception, perception. <laughs> um those guys, man, they do some amazing work over there, man. And Matt Harmon, man, I'm telling you, he opened my eyes to Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson is pretty damn good. He runs routes like crazy. I think you watch out for that guy, but he's going to help Juju out. I think Juju's going to have a bounce back season this year. I think, honestly, Juju's going to have a big bounce back season this year. He'll, he'll, he'll be back to, you know, 1,000, 1,100 yards, 10 touchdowns next year, I think. Um, so, yeah, Juju, man, I, I really do think Juju's going to be pretty, pretty set. Um, next, um, with Kareem Hunt being in the backfield, how does that affect Chubb? Um, I think that's going to affect Chubb a little bit because Hunt was just getting his feet underneath him last year. So, but you've seen the second half of the season when Chubb got in there. I mean, when, when Hunt got in there, Hunt was catching balls out of that backfield. He was making moves. So he's going to take some work away from Chubb. They're not trying to burn out Chubb. So he's definitely going to take some work away from him. So I think Chubb, that's probably why I can't put him super high up on my list because you got a guy like Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt was all world running back three, four years ago before he got into that bullshit. So, yeah, I think Hunt's going to affect Chubb. I think that 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 could turn into a dual back, man. I honestly think that could turn into that, especially if Chubb gets an early injury and, and Hunt comes in and helps him out, and then both of them, they're going to be both running. Trust me, they're both going to be running. Um, so, yeah, I think I actually think Kareem Hunt is definitely going to affect Chubb's little output. I think Chubb's going to still put up numbers, but I think Hunt being there is going to affect it, definitely. Um, next question. Uh, why is no one showing any love to Jared Stedham? <sighs> That's a good question. And I'll tell you this. I started asking myself that question, too, because you got to think, Bill Bill Belichick knows something. Man. He didn't get a quarterback. He brought in Brian Hoyer. He said uh, uh, Stedham is, I guess, pretty damn good. I guess they, everybody's been, from what I'm hearing, everybody's saying Jared Stedham is pretty damn good. So you got to think if they feel that way. Last time I saw him, he was trash. He came in, he got, I remember, they was blowing somebody out. He came in, threw an interception, and they took him out and put Tom Brady back in. That's exactly what happened. That was the last time I saw him. So I don't know, but they they must have some faith in him. So you got to think uh, in um, kill Harry is going to be healthy this year. You know what I'm saying? James White, they bought in the two, two tight ends. Damian Harrison, Rex Burkhead, James White, you know, all these guys. Uh, Muhammad Sanu, they still got some guys over there. You know, they still got some guys over there. Uh, Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman's going to eat. You know, I just don't know. I don't. I mean, but somebody's got to get the ball. Somebody's got to get the ball. Somebody's going to be running the offense around there. So if it's Stedham, somebody's going to be putting up, putting up, putting up some numbers. Um, I guess. Oh, there was a second question. That who's gonna, And also, who's going to win the division? Um, honestly, man, I think, <laughs> I think, I think, uh, I don't think New England's going to win the division this year. I think Buffalo's going to win the division this year. I actually think Buffalo's going to win the division this year. So, um, But, yeah, I think Stedham, man, 
Don't sleep on Stedham, man. Put him on your team. Give him a chance. Uh, let's see here. Next question. Do you think Mark Ingram can fend off J.K. Dobbins? Uh, I think he can try to, but I don't think he's going to be possible because J.K. is a beast. I think he's young. He's spry. Mark Ingram is 31. The young boys, it's a young boys league. If Mark Ingram get, gets an injury or anything, it's, man, J.K. is going to take over that position. Because apparently, like I said, Gus Edwards, uh, Justice Hill, I guess those were, they weren't the guys. And so, um, uh, it's going to be hard for Mark Ingram to hold him off, man. I got rid of Mark Ingram. I traded him. I had him in Dynasty Leagues. I traded him because I felt like he was 31. I felt like he was getting older, and I, I didn't like the chance of it. I didn't want to take the chance. So, I got rid of Mark Ingram, and... I think J.K. is going to be taking over that spot, man, in the next two years. So uh, I don't think he's going to fend him off. I think he, he first, maybe this year he'll fend him off. But after this year, I don't know. I wouldn't put no more faith in him. Wouldn't put no more faith in him. Um, let's get through a couple more of these. A uh, question about Jamison Crowder. Uh, do you think, do you believe in Jamison Crowder as a number one? I don't, but the but the numbers show differently. Um, he's Adam Gase offenses. I mean, Crowder is in that slot position. He gets a lot of balls. He's going to catch a lot of balls right there. He's familiar with the offense. Um, Chris Herndon's going to be there. Um, they brought in Brashard Perryman, you know, so I mean, I think Crowder's going to be, he could easily be the number one on that team because he knows the offense and that off that Gase offense is basically geared for him. That slot receiver. Le'Veon Bell is going to get his, but I'm telling you, I don't see nobody else there. I mean, Crowder, I do believe Crowder could be the number one on that team right there. I think he could catch 100 balls and, and surprise a lot of people in being a top 20, top 25 receiver next year. He could definitely surprise a lot of people and be uh, a top 25 receiver. Just because volume and that offense is based on dump, you know, um, dump passes. That Gase offense, man, all the way from when he was with um, – uh, the Dolphins and then the Jets. He he runs the same little bullshit. That that slot receiver gets a lot of action. The number two receiver gets a lot of action. So um, yeah, I think Crowder could be a number one situation. Um, uh, what's let me see here. Oh, uh, 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 do you love David Johnson's value now? I do love his value because I don't think people are going to pick David Johnson that high. David Johnson got traded to the Texans. He was in Arizona. He, he two, two, three years ago, he had one of the best running back seasons um, in fantasy. I mean, he led the league in fantasy points three years ago. He was on my fantasy football team. I had him and I lost that year. Unfortunately, he made it to the Super Bowl, I think, and I lost that year or semifinals and I lost that year. Um but David Johnson is a beast, man. If he's healthy, he's a monster. And and trust me, in a year like this, when he goes to the Texans, the Texans want to run the ball. They just ain't had the right running back. If he goes there and stays healthy, it could be some magic. So, um, I do. Yeah, I think I love David, David Johnson's value where you got to get him at because nobody's going to pick David Johnson high. Nobody. Because they did just too much. It's too much. So, I love his value right there. If you can get David Johnson... Uh, in the back half, late late rounds, not early. I wouldn't do anything. I I probably wouldn't get David Johnson if I'm just thinking to myself. I probably would go anywhere fifth round and beyond. 
I would, if you can get him fifth round and beyond, I would take that because I think he's going to be worth something. Fifth round and beyond. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be there's a lot of value right there. A lot of value. Um, and let's go ahead. We got one more. Let's just knock this one out just because. Um, do you see Todd Gurley having a, a number one workhorse type role with the Falcons? No. Um, I think he wants to, but I just don't think that they're going to believe in his knee. I, I think they're going to be trying to keep him healthy. I think he'll he'll play big minutes. I think he'll have some touchdowns. I think he'll do his thing. But honestly, Todd Gurley, uh, I, I, if you got Edo Smith, I would hold on to Edo Smith just because I think just in case Edo Smith showed signs. He flashed last year. So they're, they they kind of like Edo. So I would hold on to Edo. I, I don't think I don't think Todd Gurley is going to be that number, number one guy like all year. I think he's going to have number one uh, type running back numbers. Um from week to week, sometimes, sometimes, but not all the time. He is it, it, it'd be so it'd be gonna be so fluky. I think he's gonna have a good season though. I do think he's gonna have a good season. I just don't think it'll be like he won't be a number. He won't be a top twelve back. You know what I'm saying? He'll be he'll be a top twenty five back, top twenty back. I think he'll be there. I think he's got a chance to be a top twenty back. I mean, just based on if he scores touchdowns. I mean, last year he didn't do shit, but he scored twelve touchdowns. So. I think he can still do something big out like that, but I don't yards and having huge games. I don't think you can lean on him like that. I think he'll, he'll be good. He'll be good, but I don't really have a lot of faith in him. Uh, you know, I got one more. I got one more. I because I wanted to get to this one. Um, Marquise Brown, Debo Samuel's, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, pick two. Ooh. Okay. Okay. AJ Brown, definitely. And, you know, no. No. Me personally, I probably would go DK Metcalf and Marquise Brown. I love AJ Brown, but Ryan Tannehill, I don't know who he is, man. I don't know. We'll see. I don't believe in him. I honestly don't believe in Tannehill. So, AJ Brown, I think he'll be good. Um, Scary Terry, I don't know, just because Haskins, that's his boy, but I just don't know about that. They're, they're going to be too much in flux. Debo Samuels, I like him, but that offense, they ain't geared towards nobody, no one person. They they got Brandon Ayuk over there. They got Kittle. They're not they're not worried about um, just getting him the ball, even though he does have – he had a very good year last year. But um, I'm picking Marquise Hollywood-Brown because I think he's going to be – I think he's going to have another breakout year. I think he has a breakout year next year. And D.K., DK Metcalf's a beast. Um, Seattle, you could see it last year. I think he, you could see him moving into that normal one spot. Tyler Lockett moving into that number two. I think DK is going to have a big year this year. 10 to 12 touchdowns, 1,100 yards all day. So, ah, mailman, mailman, thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Zone Coverage. I really appreciate it. I'm so blessed to have you guys with me to tune in. Thank you so much for your for your emails, for your Twitter questions. I'm so blessed, man. Thank you so much. Stay tuned. Uh, we got the NFC West coming up. We've already covered the NFC South. We got the NFC East out of the way. So now NFC West coming up next. Stay tuned. Uh, keep hitting me up on my email, bxharden at yahoo.com. Keep hitting me up on Twitter coverage underscore show zone coverage baby we here to stay man let's go man thank you so much man until the next time stay blessed